You've always had what it takes to make it happen. And we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls, although this week we're two Disney fangirls. <laughs> we are. You probably know more about Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay with that. Perfectly okay with that. And this is where Teresa would like step in and introduce herself. But Teresa ain't here. She is off hugging grandmas. Uh, So no Teresa on this week's episode. Now, do not log off. It's still a good episode, even without Teresa. So come on, man. Like, don't do us that way. Um, We have a lot to talk about because Jane actually went back into the parks. And so that's what we're going to discuss is I don't think... I know Teresa hasn't been in like over a year. I haven't been since September. You, when was the last time you went in before this trip? Uh, it was first week of November. Okay, so it's been a long time, uh, and that's what we wanted to talk about. Um, Jane, do you need to introduce yourself? Go ahead and tell people who you are. That way, we just check the boxes and we can move past that. I, I mean, thank God you took the, took it the way you did, because I was like, this is going to be weird. I don't have <laughs> Teresa to introduce, and then I follow her. Like, I like structure and routine. I know. So. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know that about you. So, yes, that's why I just went ahead and yeah. threw that out there. Plus, okay, guys, it's wild and crazy um, here as it is anyway. We have some massive um, road construction work happening, like, right outside my house, which, of course, got started right as we decided to record. Of course it did. So you might hear some trucks and some rumbling and you may not. I mean, you know, maybe my editing skills are up to par and and you won't hear any of that. I don't know. We'll just have to see what the final product brings. But um, that and then no Teresa. So this is all bizarro world. But we still wanted to get this episode out because we thought it was some good info that folks are looking for, especially since um, I know, Jane, you've seen it. I, I definitely have seen it as a travel agent. People are going back to the parks. People are heading back this spring, summer, and looking into the fall. And so I think uh, this is some good news and some good information to share with people on how the parks are actually working and looking at this time. So, yeah, I forgot what I had asked you. What did I What did I say to do? Just say who you are and what you're doing Yeah, here? you asked me to introduce myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello. Go back and do that. Hi. <laughs> Most of you know me anyway, but if you don't, I'm Jane, and I can be found on Instagram at Real Mousewife, WDW. And uh, that's what I've got. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, Teresa is our other uh, co-host. She is not here today, as we mentioned, uh, but you can find her basically on Twitter. That's where Teresa lives, at Gertie the Dino. And I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com um, and No Guilt Travel. I am a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. And um, I recently updated my main Facebook page to No Guilt Universe. Oh, my God. 
Did you see I that? love this. <laughs> okay. Well, I had to giggle because I didn't come up with that. That actually goes to um, somebody who left a comment on No Guilt Fangirls podcast uh, for us a couple of weeks ago. And um, uh-huh. it was just amazing. This was IU Jen 94. Um, I don't, I'm assuming it's Jen. Hi, Jen. If you happen to find us on the Disney podcast too, thanks. Uh, but she said, I'm a big fan of the whole NGU, No Guilt Universe. And I just started laughing because yes. that's kind of, that's just what I've done is I've, I have a whole bunch of uh, fires and, and things going on. I have No Guilt Life, No Guilt Disney, No Guilt Fangirl. We have these multiple podcasts. I have a yard card company and I have the travel agency Like, ev- and everything is branded as No Guilt. And I was like, No Guilt Universe. It's the NGU. Yeah. I love it. So yeah, I'm totally making sweatshirts. Yeah. Like, as, soon as, as soon as I get through finals, we're getting an NGU sweatshirt. NGU sweatshirts. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. All right. Um, anyway, so so that's that's what that is. But it just made me laugh. But thanks, Jen. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I'm the NGU now. Uh, welcome to the NGU. You are all now listening to part of the NGU. Okay. Um, so as we talked about, uh, Jane went to the theme parks this weekend. To, which which parks did you end up going to? I know you had park or, well, you guys have annual passes. So you hopped. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about what your hopping experience was like. There's a bunch of like just mm-hmm. little things that we want to talk about as far as physically going to the parks because a lot has changed since the last time any of us went. So I'm going to actually let you drive this bus and then I'll ask you questions because I'm not sure where you want to start, like what feels good to start with. Yeah, I mean, um, we could just start with where I went. Uh, It was, I did not stay at a hotel this time. Um, I will be staying at a hotel in, uh, in the next couple of weeks. So if anyone has questions about hotels or anything that might differ there, let me know. Um, I'm happy to answer that. But this was really just a day trip. Uh, I will be honest, if you uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I had put out a call because I was like, I forgot how to Disney. Like I like I'm not I'm very out of practice. And I was like, what do I put in my bag? Like I'm planning on going for the whole day because I haven't gone in so long. I'm also not used to going to a theme park for a whole day because I don't really like to do that. Well, and you um, don't do because you're local. You can go for two right. or three hours and be perfectly <laughs> happy as somebody like me who, when I come down there, I'm like, uh, kids, I just paid a zillion dollars to get your booties inside the gates. You're spending every single second inside these parks. Um, so, yeah, exactly. this, this was weird, though, for you to spend the whole day there. And I am curious how that went. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. And um, so I was like, oh, my God, what do I put in my bag? And to be honest, one of my uh, greatest concerns was being out in the sun all day long. Even though I live in Florida, um, I have been basically a hermit for the most part for the last year. And I was really concerned about my skin being outside in the sunshine, um, which I did really well with the sunscreen and the bringing and the reapplying, which to be honest, before I was not so diligent with sunscreen. Um, and I think I had just sort of like mostly built up to like Florida sunshine, but because I've been a basic vampire, um, I had to keep reapplying and I still got a tiny bit of sunburn, which I'm annoyed about. But um, yeah, it was just little things like that. Like I was like, oh, I forgot how to do this. Did you get a mask uh, line? 
I did not get a mask line. Oh, look at you. Good job. Good job. Okay. Just curious. Because yeah. I mean, like, that's a funky, like weird thing to consider nowadays is, you know, definitely make I sure. I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a thing. Yeah. Because I was like, if you don't keep reapplying. But honestly, last summer I was, um, I, you know, I went to the parks last summer and I was less diligent about um, putting on the sunscreen. Like, I mean, like I would put it on once and that would be it. Um, this time, like I probably talked about it once an hour. I didn't apply once an hour, but I talked about it. And yes, like the people I was with, they were like, oh my God, with the sunscreen. <laughs> I talked about it. I like that. Okay. Well, you know, it was, it was a thought. So I was like, do I need more? When do I need more? I need to put more on. Am I burning? Am I burning? Oh my God, you're red. You're red. That means I'm red. Am I red? Oh my God, I'm red. I, I gotta, I gotta put sunscreen. Like it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Bless them for putting up with you because I'm sure that was oh, for real. a thing to for have real. to listen to. Uh, all right. All right. So we applied our sunscreen. We have our masks. We did. Uh, which and we applied our sunscreen. We wore, wore masks. For the, for the record, everybody. Um, first of all, Jane's had both her vaccinations. Um, but secondly, yes. CDC just came out with some additional news that says um, – you they're 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 basically saying if you're outside and you're walking running being around other people you, you don't need to wear masks if you are vac- vaccinated if you're not vaccinated you still got to wear your mask but if you are are vac- did i say that right if you are not vaccinated wear your masks if you are then you should be fine to go without your mask um if you're casually around small groups of people outdoors that does not count for places like concerts theme parks. So Disney's still going to ask you to wear your mask. You are still going to be required to do so, um, you know, at the time of this uh, recording. I don't think that, I don't see how that changes because the recommendations are still pretty clear that around a lot of people, you still need to wear your mask. But on top of that, it's not like they would know if you were vaccinated or not vaccinated. And so to protect their cast members, if I was Disney, I would just stay with the blanket, everybody wear their mask. Because it's, it's either that or we're going to ask you, are you vaccinated or not vaccinated? Like it's then it turns into a whole thing and nobody wants that. Right. So that's my guess is that yeah. as the week next week, you know, comes or next couple of hours, even because this is news that just popped up this morning um, that might, you know, flow into the answer that, yes, Disney is going to still require you to wear your mask with one exception. And what's that exception? When you're taking photos standing still and taking photos right (laughs) correct and eating if you're standing still and eating or drinking that's also fine yep um so I don't actually remember if I got to say that I went to studios and Epcot but that's where I went and I can (laughs) tell you that I know I'm like sorry everyone Patty and I are a hot mess today (laughs) we are you are we are but that's it's fine it's it's what makes us charming right Mm. anyway (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I did get to take no mask photos and honestly, I loved it. Like I was so happy that our pictures now have us smiling. Um, I will definitely say that because of the vaccination, like my personal level of anxiety was much lower with the crowds that were there. Sure. It wasn't overly, overly crowded. I would say it was like a normal, it felt like a normal day pre covid um, so it wasn't empty. The lines were relatively shortish. Uh, like Tower was still over an hour. Uh, Rock and Roller Coaster was like 45 minutes. Like we skipped those because we're spoiled like that. Um, 
but I mean, we had, you know, 30 minutes for runaway railway and, and walk on for toy story and swirling saucers. Hold on. We're going to, we're going to go. I want to circle back to that. First of all. So you're saying tower terror and rock and roll was those, the times that were posted were one hour and then the 45 minutes. Or is that what your fancy schmancy app that you looked at was telling you? (laughs) It was both. Um, So I do. Yeah. So I do subscribe to a separate app that I use um, that posts what the posted wait time is and then what the anticipated wait time is. Um, And we utilize that because it's my experience is that it's always pretty accurate and you may have heard um, either in the Disney universe or here on this podcast, a lot of times when they post the wait time, it's less than what's posted. So I just like to know what that is. Um, so yeah, even using the fancy app, it still had us roughly about 45 minutes to an hour on those rides. So we skipped them. Just we didn't need them. Okay. Okay. Uh, but what was it posted for Runaway Railway? And then what was it in actuality for you um, as you boarded the, the train? Um, so Runaway Railway was posted at 35 or 40 minutes. Um, and it said the anticipated was 27. And then we timed it and it was exactly 30 for us. Okay, good. Yeah. So, and I will say that like the line itself looked so long. It was longer than I'd ever seen it before. And I waited longer than 30 minutes. So I'm like, it really does play into that whole looks or deceiving thing. Mm-hmm. And I do, um, I did see them change some of the way that they are doing the lines. Like they definitely know how to weave in and out and circle back and they send you over the river and through the woods, but it's um, it, everything went really, really well. And I said, I'm like, if the line is long, but it's moving, I'm okay with that. Right. Mm-hmm, Cause then you're mm-hmm. not just like standing in one spot forever. So yeah, I, I had a really pleasant experience overall, even with the crowds, I will say that um, masks were mostly worn. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think we had any, there was like a couple of situations where um, people weren't wearing them properly, like over their noses. But for the most part, I would say mass compliance was great in both parks, both Epcot and studios. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was a good experience, Okay, but okay. I loved that. Like I was able to stop in line and take a selfie, well, take my mask off, take, take a quick selfie, put it back on. <laughs> yeah. What, what I like about this is while um, I think the mask pictures are something that all of us who go to Disney frequently and and do this, you know, enough, <laughs> a lot. Is there really enough? I don't know about that, but that we do it. That that we'll have we'll have these mask pictures to say, oh gosh, remember the time, right? Um, and our kids can show them to their kids and uh, all of that someday. So that's great. But but I am glad that now we're at a point. I mean, it just feels like a little bit of progress, right? A little bit of moving forward, but we're at a point where we can um, stop safely. uh, And and from what I've seen, and you can clarify if this is the case or not, the cast members basically are are pointing you to an area and saying, go stand right there. Now go ahead and take your mask off once you're in place and I'll take your picture. Like this is for PhotoPass photographers. Um, So in other words, you know, yeah, they're, they're they putting you in tell a place. You. Yeah, okay, good. Yep, it's 
go stand on that X. Mm-hmm. When you reach that X, you can take your mask off. Perfect. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, so that's good. I mean, they're still guiding you into the, to doing the right things, but look, I have been so thrilled seeing uh, all of, because I have a couple of friends that are making those trips that haven't been, you know, in a year, they didn't go through all of the pandemic and they're finally making their trip out there and they're getting these happy smiley faces on main street. And you can tell in the pictures, like people are definitely not around them. I mean, it's there, there's, you can see people in the background, but they're not close enough to you to, for it to be an issue. And those folks are wearing their masks, which is, so delightful to see. Um, but, you know, I love that you get some family happy faces, you know, with the smiles back again. And that's nice. Not that they weren't there before. I mean, I know I was always smiling under my mask because I just can't help myself. The camera yeah. comes down. And it's like, cheese. Yeah. Hi. Um, so the smile was always there, but at least, you know, now we get to see them. So I am, I'm happy to hear that you felt comfortable with that, that you felt like, um, it, it, you know, it was good safety procedures, but I feel like also the science is catching up where they're just dis- they're deciding, you know, more and more as we've gone through this, what truly is the risk and what's not. And it sounds like being outside um, as as a vaccinated person, you're very low risk. Like it's it's just it's not nearly the scary situation that it was a year ago. So, whew. Yay, we made it, people. We made it. We got to this point. This is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've been training for. Um, it's only got to go up from here, right? <laughs> I I hope so. Okay. So which, um, which park did you start with? Because you also, uh, didn't you use your watch or your phone or you did the the new entry? Yes. So the way, Magic right? Mobile. Yes. Um, talk, talk to us. So we did. I started with uh, Hollywood Studios because obviously I wanted to get a Rise of the Resistance boarding pass. I um, do just want everybody to know that for the most part, I can't think of any time that I've tried to get a boarding pass that I've never gotten one um, within the groups that I've been with. It may not necessarily have been me personally, but um, you know, someone I'm with may have snagged it, whatever it is. So, um, But I did get up at 7 a.m. from the comfort of my own bed. And try to get a boarding pass. And they were gone like less than like two seconds after 7 a.m. I've never seen it this bad. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, like and you, is did, this my you did all the tricks. Like you did all the tricks. You did the yeah. the, the, the international clock the countdown clock. or whatever yeah. it is that people say to follow. <laughs> right. So you, yeah, and be, in your experience, you're a pro at this. You've ridden rise every time you've wanted to, and right. Womp, womp. right. So people aren't womp, exaggerating, womp. right? This is they're truly, not. And I really thought they were. I was like, okay, yeah. They just they just don't know. Well, and they're I'm, not you. Like, no, so, they don't. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I know, I know, sorry. But um, so we did stick with Hollywood Studios for the day, but that is why I went back to Hollywood Studios first was because I wanted to ride Rise of the Resistance. And I uh, I had my Magic Mobile set up. I have an iPhone. Um, there was an announcement today that Magic Mobile is now available for Android phones that support Google Pay. Um, I can't tell you much more about that other than that particular announcement, but if you're an Android user, I highly recommend it. I did it with um, on my iPhone and with my Apple Watch. 
you go into the app and you go into like the settings area and it says magic mobile and you click it and you can set up your pass from there to load into your Apple wallet. Now, if you happen to have an Apple watch, there is a second step where you have to take it from the wallet and put it on your um, watch. I didn't know that. So when I first went in in the morning, my watch wouldn't work, but they just opened up the phone and I just tapped my phone. Um, so that was really easy. I fixed it when I park hopped and then basically my Apple watch is a magic band. I used it to pay. I used it to scan in and out of the park. The only thing I couldn't do was use it for my return time for rise of the resistance, which we did get at one (laughs) o'clock. Okay. So (laughs) this is good news, particularly for you, because I've seen you do it where you would try to scan your Apple watch. Instead oh. of your magic band, yeah. so now I, you like that's taken care of. Now, do you? So you don't? Did you still need to bring your magic band at all? Like, um, like for Rise I, of the Resistance, could they have looked you up a different way if you didn't? If you had to, no, they do it on your phone. It? Okay. Yeah, they can't. Um, at Rise of the Resistance, they could not tap the watch, so they just asked you to open up your phone. Okay. And there's a QR code on the phone. Okay. Now, I didn't use it for PhotoPass because my uh, my party did. I did hear that I think PhotoPass is the same way where they have to scan the phone, not the watch. Um, but uh, honestly, it was perfect because I don't wear a magic band. I haven't worn a magic band on my wrist in, uh, like, I think probably three or four years. Um, I use, they're called uh, Magic Band Buddies. Um, that you can find them on Etsy. It's this adorable little company that I love. And they're like a brother and sister. They're like teenagers that run this business. I love them so much, but they're like little keychains that are like, you just put the puck in them and I clip it to my bag. So I've used that forever. So I always have, um, one of those in my bag somewhere in case they needed it. But no, I used my watch for everything. And I was so happy because, I got to tell my time and take my steps and not have a million things on my wrist. And yeah, so I'm a big fan. I am curious if it will work with hotel rooms because I never have a magic band that works with a hotel stay. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Because I have so many. (laughs) Right, right. It's always an issue. Yeah. Yeah. So um, huge fan of that. Um, If anyone has any questions about that, you can... um, come join us in our Facebook group or email us or find me on Instagram. I'm happy to help you get that set up. Well, Um, now I might have to go and buy an Apple watch. See, I've been holding out and not buying an Apple watch because I just didn't feel like I needed one. And now I'm like, well, but if it counts as a magic band, I absolutely need one. (laughs) Also last week I was like, I need to find an adorable Disney uh, watch band now for my Apple watch because now it's my magic band. And, you know, so it opens up a whole new world of accessories. <laughs> That's always a good thing. Like there's, we, we don't, we don't hate that. <laughs> no, we do not. Um, so boarding groups, rise of the resistance, one o'clock. That is the uh, second time. And the last time that you can get uh, boarding groups for the day, we managed to get one. Our group was one fifty seven. We were a backup boarding group and we were like, there's not a chance that this is getting called. <laughs> right. So we just went about our lives for the whole day. It was fine. Um, but right after that, you're able to park hop. So we did wind up going over to Epcot. And it was seamless. 
like the old days seamless. <laughs> like we left, we hopped on the Skyliner, went over, like tapped in like it was nothing. Thank you. On our merry way. Now, tell me about this because um, I just want to verify, clarify. You don't, you definitely, I know you don't need uh, reservations in advance. Did you have no. to do anything? Did you have to call? Did you have to look up anything? Did you just, do you just roll the dice and show up and go, I hope they'll let us in? Like, I mean, honestly, that's how it was before in the olden days with park hopping, right? You just, you, there wasn't any, you didn't know if something was closed unless it was, say, New Year's Eve Magic Kingdom at noon. Then you know it was closed yeah. and you weren't getting in. But, you know, for the for every other day of the year, for the most part, you know, th- this wasn't an issue. If you wanted to park hop, you could freely park hop and it wasn't a concern. So at this point, and granted, this is post the main spring break rush. Um, there probably were still some folks hanging around, but you know, we're, we're mostly past that. Uh, you didn't have to like call that phone line to check or you didn't, there's nothing on the mm-hmm. app that says this park is open or you can come to, you can park hop no. now or anything like that. It's, it's literally just like you said, like the old days, once you hit the right time, you are open mm-hmm. to park hop at will. Yes. Awesome. Um, Now, I don't know if they are potentially counting. And then um, I had heard early in the beginning, there might have been some some capacity issues and they were holding people back at a gate. But I I think I only heard that once. Um, Yeah, yeah. But I follow enough Disney park going people on Instagram um, that I kind of understood how that how park hopping worked and most people said they've never called the phone number i don't even know what the phone number is um so please don't ask (laughs) um yeah i just went and tapped in like it was normal now the rule is you have to tap in at the park you have the first reservation at so i couldn't at 2 30 decide oh, well, I don't want to go to studios. I want to go directly to Epcot. No, I have to go tap at studios and then I can go to Epcot. But I had to go to the park that I had my original reservation at first. Okay, so interesting. So it's mm-hmm. not like after 2 after two p.m. it's a free-for-all. You still have to go, you have to make, make the trek into one park to go in first before that park hopper will Correct. open up and allow you to move on to other places. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, and I like, and for frame of reference, all parks were completely uh, booked up in terms of reservation availability on Saturday for all levels. So for day guests, for resort guests, for annual pass holders, they were all fully booked. So potentially we could have had an issue, but we didn't. Um, we just popped in. Well, and, and, and in your past experience during these COVID times, uh, your thing was that you wouldn't even show up and go into the parks until the afternoon because that's when most people mm-hmm. who had rope dropped, who were there vacationing, had yeah. packed up and gone home to either go to the pool or to rest or whatever. And they were, you know, would come back later on that evening or not. But that was your experience before. And when you would do that, it was a lot, um, it was a lot more, um, a uh, lot less crowded in the afternoon. So it stands to reason yeah. that that the morning book ups that yes, people are for the most part your 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 flow is that you show up even if you're not a rope dropper, but you're f- showing up early in the day and you're starting your day in that one park and then 
by the afternoon, you may either be done or you may be tired or you might be park hopping. And so that would, you know, stand to reason that it would open things up and um, allow allow people to, to move around in that way. Yeah. Um, we have passes uh, we're, when we're doing a host, hotel stay in a couple of weeks and we have passes for um, Hollywood Studios again because I wanted to make sure that we were, if we didn't get rides on this weekend, that I was able to get it that weekend. So if you can't figure out, obviously I love this ride, right? And um, now that we've gone to Hollywood Studios, we're like, we, we don't, we'd like to go somewhere else on the other weekend, but everything is booked again. So our plan is literally, okay, we'll show up at Hollywood Studios at like, you know, one thirty, and then just tap in then, head to our hotel, check in, drop our bags, do whatever. And then we'll just go to one of the other parks that we can go to because then we can, because it'll be after two o'clock and we've already tapped in and done our thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah, park hopping feels like old times. So I, I'm a big fan. What I am not a big fan of is that when I arrived at Epcot and I, uh, we took the Skyliner, which is always amazing. I love it. I know there was a hiccup last week with a, uh, a small collision, but everything seemed to be fine and we had no problems. And um, I entered through the international gateway as one normally does when you're me. I went up the hill over towards France and I'm looking out over the water and these harmonious monstrosities are anything but harmonious. <laughs> They are. Oof, I've been waiting for this. So awful. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I was like, I, 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 I mean, I'm not one to run out of words. Right. <laughs> and usually, like the next level is the colorful words, but like I couldn't get any words out. And I, I was like, I'm glad I'm wearing a mask because my mouth is just open. They're so ugly. That space taco and Thanos's ship terrible <laughs> space tacos. terrible it's terrible and there's like there's like six or eight space tacos out there oh gosh Just, i hate that they've done this and and you know me i'm like so usually big. i'm usually very go with the flow i'm i'm super chill about changes and alterations and whatever but i me have too. to i have to agree that the pictures i've seen and I was waiting to hear, you know, from somebody that I trust who's there in person to tell me the truth. And you're not, no offense, Teresa, but you're not Teresa because Teresa, I knew was going to hate this regardless. Right. And, and that's because Teresa loves the park. She loves, she loves a lot. You know, she loves everything about Epcot. She loves preserving Epcot. Correct. I get it. Yeah. This is not a slam at Teresa at all for anybody who's like, but she's not here to defend herself. No, 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 no. Like I would say this, even if she was here, Um, I was waiting to see what Jane would say, because I know you don't have that same tie to Epcot that Teresa does. Um, So for you to say a monstrosity and that it was horrible and whatever, that kind of, that, mm, that gives me a little dagger to my heart because there is it's so there, bad. There was nothing more that I loved. Literally, my favorite thing about Run Disney races was running through World Showcase as the sun was coming up and looking out 
over the water and getting that picture with space. I mean, it's just so peaceful and so beautiful and so unmarred <laughs> uh, by space tacos and Thanos' ships. So I'm not happy about that. I agree. So, yeah. So when I, um, <laughs> I sent a little video over to Patty and, Teresa and I'll, I will probably post it in our group just for reference. Um, when you get to Japan and you know how they have that like perfectly framed photo spot set up and you get spaceship earth right in the background and like, it's so pretty and perfect. And then you turn like, like a tiny bit to the right. And it's just like these giant space tacos and metal thing. It's just, it's so jarring. And what I realized afterwards, when you look at it in the distance, you can actually see the Guardians building, which the the new Guardians roller coaster building is ginormous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's they're actually building it to be like the largest indoor coaster in the world or something like that. Um, but they have painted the outside of the Guardians building to match the sky. Hmm. And... It's, it's like, you know, one of these things that like, you know, when Disney does like Tower of Terror is painted a color so that when you're looking at Morocco and Tower is in the background, you don't recognize that that's what you're seeing. It blends in with the Morocco pavilion, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so right. Um, I couldn't see the Guardians building until afterwards when I was looking at my photos and I was like, oh, wow. So you managed to blend in this ginormous, you know, world's record-breaking roller coaster building, but I have these ginormous black space tacos right in my line of vision. So I can only imagine that at some point there's going to be some projection image light, something that's basically going to light up and somewhat, you know, put a photo on it or something that almost like blends it in a little bit better or like makes it more seamless and that it just won't be like black contraptions sitting on the water because this is the way it is right now is just not the Disney way. Right, 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 right. Um, right. And it, it is still a work in progress. And so, yes. Yeah. Well, let's hope because I also have a hard time. I was, as you were kind of describing that, I was like, Look, if it hurts us this way, could you imagine the Imagineers who are putting this whole oh, it's killing thing them. together? Yeah, it's got to be just like this knife in their heart. There is nobody in the room going, oh, it's fine. Just leave it as is. It's no big deal. Like, I guarantee you they're racking their brain or came up with some solution or some way to make this better. Right. At least that's I'm with you on that. I, that's my hope, too, is that. You know, in six more months, uh, we'll be like, oh, look at that, you know, in time for the 50th anniversary, maybe, you know, when we will just be able to look at it and say, okay, it's not that bad. Like, we still can tell. We still know it's there. But look, they masked it. They screened it. They did something. Yeah, I agree with you. I think I think that's very reasonable to expect or to hope that that's going to happen. So. Um, yeah, yeah, and if they weren't planning on it, um, then well, they are you know, now. Disney, call me. <laughs> yeah, call me, and I'll help you guys figure it out because there's many ways that we can mask this. Um, I mean, honestly, it would be an improvement if they actually decorated it like a taco. 
And I think it was Drive Avenue in Mexico. My word. Right? A steak taco. uh, You could sell that. You could definitely TM that and um, make that a thing because, I don't know, just just some ideas. We're just, we're always here to help the cause. So we're here to help you, Disney. Because I know what you need is more brilliant ideas like this. They need more ideas from the NGU. <laughs> they do. They do. That this is what we're here for. Uh, all right. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So we talked a little bit about Skyliner. We talked about park hopping. We talked about um, crowds. Uh, you said we're just like a, a standard level crowd to you. Didn't feel less. Didn't feel more. Just felt fine. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, we talked about taking your masks off for pictures and to get in and out of the park. How that went. Uh, what else do you want to tell us? So I want to tell you all that at 6.35, we were checking the app to see if we were looking for wait times and we said, oh, maybe we'll just head home for the day. Oh, I wonder where our boarding pass is. And they called our boarding group at (laughs) 6.35. So this is a tale. What time was the park open back up boarding group. What time it was, was open? It was open till 8. Okay, so it was open till 8. All right, and it was 6.35. Yeah. All right, see, there's hope. There's hope. And so, actually, I want to say, I, I think they called us at like 6.28 or something, and we didn't see it until 6.35 because we were on the land, and we were busy. So, <laughs> um, and so all of a sudden, we were like, oh, my God, we have to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to run across the park. We got to get on the Skyliner. Is it faster for us to go this way? Like, it became chaos. And at this point, to be honest, we are old. We are out of theme park shape. We are not used to walking for all these hours. We like we were like, we are just a mess. We are tired. Our feet hurt. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is why people who come here on vacation talk about this all the time. We're not used to that. But now we're learning. Um, but we did actually make it back to Hollywood Studios with like two minutes to spare. And I was like, I need to tell everybody so that if you do get a backup boarding group, because it was backup, it it said you may not get called at all, hang out, like, because you might actually get it. And the best part was when we got back, there was no one on this ride. No one. Not like, oh, my God, the crowds were so low, I'm going to exaggerate and call it no one. There were zero people on this ride. We walked through the entire line, which, by the way, is ridiculously long. Like, even when you're just walking through it with no people, I was like, why are we still on this line? <laughs> I, I think it's Crazy. one of those things that you don't realize how long that no. actually is until you walk it without being, without stopping. Like, when, when yes. you have nothing impeding you, when you have no reason to stop and pause or sit and look at something or whatever, and they're just like, yeah, you just walk through. And, like, that's the craziest thing is that, there was no line. Like there was nobody riding no Rise of the Resistance with you guys. You had your own private tour of Rise of the Resistance. We couldn't believe it. And then, um, and like when I walked on the Star Destroyer, it was just us. And I was like, I am the only person in this Star Destroyer. Because also <laughs> I'm annoying. So I apologize to all the cast and crew of the uh, Star Destroyer at Rise of the Resistance on Saturday. But it was amazing. It was like, you know, 15 cast members and like us three like <laughs> just be like that, hey that, this is the greatest that's thing nuts. um yeah got on the ride like normally they're like you know 
you, you know, there's all these people and rush, rush, rush. And nope, like just got on. There was no one riding with us. Zero people. It was unbelievable. Wow. So yeah, that's just my, um, my little tale of hang on in there and like, you know, give it hope. And I think what happened was a lot of other people probably got, they were calling up to 166 when we got on. And I think a lot of other people in those late boarding groups were probably like, oh, we're never going to get called. And Same they went thing, home. And just yeah. bailed out and left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if it had been, you know, if we would have been, you know, going back over something like, if we had left, there was a good chance we could have already left for the day because we had talked about it probably like an hour and a half earlier that maybe we shouldn't ride on other rides and stuff. But I wanted to see the new front of Epcot. And, you know, so we took a little longer way. But yeah, hang in there because backup boarding groups, they do actually come through. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I you don't hear that. You don't hear the stories of that, but I'm guessing that you don't hear it because people have just gone home and they're not, they're not, they're not looking, right? Or right. there are those days where those backup boarding groups don't happen because Rise is finicky and decides not to work uh-huh. half of the day. And so, yeah, you know, the, but at the same time, if you get a good day where it works like it's supposed to, it sounds like this was a dream come true. So welcome back to the Disney World parks. I am so excited yeah. that you had this like awesome trip. Uh, yeah, <laughs> now, let's talk about theme park shape. Because, guys, <laughs> let me, let, I, I just have to brag on Jane here for a minute. Like, she's, um, I'm going to say this wrong because I'm not Peloton, but she's a century writer, Peloton, whatever. In other words, she's not. Which sit- is garbage. Anybody that, <laughs> everybody that rides Peloton knows that, like, everything. I'm just saying, <laughs> let me brag on you for a minute. All right. Y'all make me right, clap right, for right, you right. when you hit your hundred rides. Like, I think that's a big deal or something. I don't know. It sounds like a big sure. deal. I've done zero sure. rides. So, therefore, it's a big deal okay so yay yay anyway my point is it's not like jane hasn't been working out right she's not sitting on her couch all day long some of the day but not all day long she's had some exercise to her but you 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 just can't underestimate what um being in theme park shape looks like versus like exercising and working out they are not the same thing you got to put time on your legs time on your feet correct just even strolling just walking we're not talking we're not even talking run disney which by the way no we still have no news as of this recording (laughs) about run disney i'm just gonna keep saying that until we till something changes um but we're not talking like running we're not talking about like training we're just talking if you are planning on going to the theme parks you can easily put eight to 13 miles a day on your body, standing in lines, walking around, doing all these things, and especially like, you know, with COVID and there's just not as many places to just sit and chill as there once were and all that to take into account, like before you go, take some, take your kids on a walk, (laughs) go for long strolls together. Um, Just get some time on your legs, everybody. And if you have little kids and you're going to be pushing a stroll around for like most of the day, then you definitely want to, you know, make sure that you you can handle that because I'm not I'm not saying like go on training walks for six hours. I'm just saying, don't go from couch to Disney parks and not expect to be tired, even just from a leisurely walk, literally a walk through the park. You will still be tired because Jane, the next day when I was talking to her about this, she's like, I felt like I was hungover. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean. Um, you know, I should also mention, like, I work from home. So I have um, 
a really short commute. And <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not even walking from the car to the office or even in the office, you know, taking some steps to like walk to a conference room. Like I literally walk like, you know, 12 steps to my desk and I sit down for the majority of the day, except to like, you know, stuff my fees. Um, and I was making a more of an effort um, a, a month or two ago to really schedule out and carve out twice a day to just go take um, a 20 minute walk. And because in 20 minutes, I know I can get about a mile. And that's pretty much like sauntering. Like I'm not, not running. I'm not really pushing myself. But I said, I'm like, we're, we're just not used to walking around as much as we used to. And as particularly when I'm used to going to the parks all of the time. And man, did I pay for it because I did. I felt like I felt like I was hungover. Like I had a Disney hangover without like the headache. And like, I didn't really want a cheeseburger. Like there was no nausea. Like, so I didn't have that part, but like my body ached and I was like, man, I am just tired. <laughs> I, I, I believe it. I, I totally believe it. Uh, I did not go to a Disney park, but I did get out and was out walking around. Um, I did a ghost tour. We were in um, old, old town Alexandria this weekend. It was a lot of fun um, for my daughter's birthday. And I think we walked around for a total of like four hours and very cash. And we stopped and, and that included sitting down and eating our pizza. Like we had a meal and stuff, but four hours. I was exhausted. And so when Jane yeah. and I were talking about her experience in the parks um, off mic, I was like, yeah, that kind of was a wake up call to me because I'm so tired like that, you know, before I do go to the parks, I'm going to have to put some effort in around here to just get up and, and do some concerted efforts for walking because uh yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want that feeling I so, know that feeling I don't want that feeling on when I'm you know back in the parks right right so I just took a look at my average step count um just to kind of compare and so um on average for 2020 right so obviously it wasn't a normal year we're not running working out not doing all that stuff but on average um I walked about 2400 steps a day so um and as Patty mentioned earlier, I have a Peloton, um, but Peloton doesn't count towards steps. So it, you know, that doesn't count. So 2,400 steps per day, which we all know is nothing. Um, and on Saturday, I walked 20,000 steps. So <laughs> my poor little body was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it was like, and what was like, It happening? used to be, I'd walk, <laughs> yeah, I used to walk like 10,000 or, or 12,000 steps a day, like no problem. And that felt fine. Whereas like 20,000 would be like, all right, you know, I did a little more, but like nothing out so far out of the ordinary. No, my poor body was like, you are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, all right. Well, um, Jane, if what you else? are a listener, I was just going to say, if you are a listener and you are on Peloton, um, feel free to follow me. I will follow back. Um, I'm real mouse wife over on Peloton as well. And I would love to high five you on your journey. <laughs> and no, I'm not buying a Peloton. So don't, don't ask. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Jane tries to get me every, all the time. And, and I tell you what, uh, I do yard cards, which is a uh, signs in people's yards, you know, the big signs that say happy birthday. I do those. And so I'm out driving around a lot. And every time I see a Peloton uh, van, I'm like, Jane, quit sending them after me. She's like, I'm just saying, Patty, you should probably jump in on this. But no, I'm not. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Okay, good, good. Glad we're 
glad we're uh, we're clear here. All right. Well, uh, where can people come and join us if they want to have more chatter, if they have more questions for you um, that we didn't cover here? Um, you can either email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com or you can join us in our Facebook group, which is No Guilt Disney on Facebook. That's where we are. Oh my gosh, we don't have Teresa. We don't. So, oh Teresa, we miss you. Um, we, but we I will say, you. and join us here each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, where Patty likes to say, "It's no fun to fangirl without Teresa." <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Teresa will be back because she just had to go and and hug, hug hug her grandparents, and so she missed out on recording this week, but um. We'll be back and uh, next time. I don't know what, if you guys have topics, I'm going to put out this call for topics. If anybody has topics, please go ahead and throw them in the Facebook group because uh, we want to cover something that is relatable or fun to you. And even if it's some of the old stuff that we've done, like the unpopular opinions or, you know, um, magical memories or whatever that you want us to bring back, like let us know what you're looking for and we'll add it to the calendar. All right. Uh, Thanks for listening and thanks for fangirling with us. Bye, y'all. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.